Come on, give God glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him glory. Give him glory. Come on, you can do better than that. Come on. We serve a mighty God. We serve an on-time God. Nothing's impossible for our God. We just have faith in him. And because we have faith in him, the reward is going to be mighty. Amen? The reward of those that have faith in him is going to be mighty. It's going to be big and it's going to be something to talk about. Amen? This is the month of August. I said the month of August is going to be great for you. And God, I'm telling you right now, since I've said that, the devil has shown himself. But I, I have to go back to the word that God has given us. I have to go back to the word and I got to bless his, I got to bless the Lord on my soul. Continually bless the Lord. I got to bless his holy name. Regardless of what I see, regardless of what I hear, everything that I have right here, I, I go to the word, I go to the word. And it's funny how when you, when you talk about what God is going to do, the devil's always going to show himself. But hey, what is, what did I say Sunday? Psalm 3, fret not thyself of evildoers and those are the workers of iniquity. Don't worry about them. That's God's battle. I'm just going to stand in faith and let him make the noise. You're going to stand in faith and let God make the noise. Amen? Let's make our decree. You ready? Today, we decree Jesus, the written word, is our salvation. Healer, restorer. We decree the Holy Spirit is our transformer. Today, we activate our faith. In God's sophisticated life of abundance. For all of the ALM family. We decree the four corners of the earth have been purposed, planned, and expected by God. With 500 families of affluence that join this church. We speak to the north to give up families of power and influence. We speak to the South to give up families of royalty and prestige. We speak to the East to give up families of brilliance and inventiveness. We speak to the West to give up families of kingdom wealth. We speak to the ministering angels to go forth and prepare the way for ALM's ministry of engagement called evangelism. This decree in Jesus' name shall be established and the light of God will shine upon it. Amen and amen. Come on, let's get our word out. Get our word out. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. I will hide its word in my heart that I might not sin against God. Amen and amen. Come on, shout unto God one more time. You may be seated. Thank you so much for being here at AMM Live. Thank you so much for being here. Those that are watching the internet, thank you so much for watching us. Let us know that you're watching. Comment. Let us know if you need prayer. The prayer team is going to be praying tomorrow, 12 o'clock with Pastor Diane. She will be bringing the word of God. And then they're going to go right into prayer. And all is welcome if you're able to make it. I'm telling you, it is going to be exciting. 
and it's going to be fun in the presence of God, and it's going to be powerful. And then Friday at 12 o'clock, Bishop will be coming with an on-time word for us on Friday, um, Friday's Faith, Faith, Faith Friday. Faith Friday is on um, this, this, this Friday coming at 12 o'clock with Bishop. So if you're able to make it, we'd love for you to be here. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be great. And then we got Saturday right back here, Saturday at 6 p.m. for prayer, then go right into the Word of God. So those that are watching, we appreciate you watching. Let us know if you definitely, definitely if you need prayer. Let us know so we can get that to our prayer team. You know, I was going over the scriptures today and I was just reading and this scripture came to me and God, God, God gave this scripture to me. And you may, you may know somebody that's sick. You may know somebody that's under the weather, especially in the time that we're living in. Some of us know somebody, whether it's a family, a neighbor, a coworker, or, or somebody in general, just a matter. You may come across somebody sick that, you know, that, needs, that needs a miracle from God. Well, here's the scripture. You need to write this down. Ezekiel chapter, chapter 16, verse 6. You need to write this down. For whatever it is, it's very powerful. God showed me this, and I've been tweaking, tweeting this out. I've been tweeting I, I put it all out there in the social network. Ezekiel chapter, chapter 16, verse 6, it says, And when I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thy own blood, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, I love this, live. How powerful is that? Live. Yea, I say unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. God understands the blood. There's power in the blood, we know that. What washed our sins away? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And I love that. He saw us in thy polluted. In other words, when he walked by, he saw that in thy polluted, the blood. And he said, live. So when you know someone that's sick, and you know, you need to give them the scripture. You need to quote the scripture over them. Why? Because it's powerful. It's a promise from God that they are going to live. I'm talking to somebody on the internet. You're going to live. Because I decreed the word of God. I decreed this word. See, this word, God's word is alive. This word that I hold in my hand, every, this pledge that we make every day, this pledge we make to God's word every day gives us the assurance. This pledge that I make, this pledge that you make to God's word gives you the assurance that his word is alive. This word that I hold in my hand, this word that you hold in your hand, this word that you read every day is alive. It's alive. It's alive. I want you to recognize that. This word is alive. And when you give someone the word, when you speak the word over there, you're speaking life. You're speaking the life of God over them. That's why we tell you to read this word. And when you make this pledge, it gives you the assurance that when you hide God's word in your heart, you're hiding the life of God in you. It, it, it gives you the ability to see where you're going. I don't have to worry about what's around the corner. That's God's job. Because I have the assurance that his word is alive in me. His word is alive in you and it protects you. 
That's why we tell you to read this word and study it and pray it and speak it and sow it every day of your life. Read it for yourself. Read it. What are you doing? You are speaking it over your life. When you study it and you break it down and say, what is God? I mean, when I read Ezekiel 16, I was like, God, what are you telling me? So I begin to study it and really break it down and say, this is what you're saying. Well, if this is what you're saying, I got to let the world know that there's an answer. When they're sick. This is not new understanding. There's sick people all the time. We're just making Light of it even more now. All it's all we talk about is sick folk, sick folk. But God has an answer for everything. Why? Because His Word is alive. Nothing can defeat the Word of God. I don't care what devil in hell decide to try to come up with a scheme. It ain't going to work against the church. Why? Because we, Abundant Living Ministries, who's been called by his name, has pledged, pledged their allegiance to the word of God. And because of that, we have hidden its word. We have hidden its truth. And, be, and because of that, we are protected. You're protected. Why? Because you hide its word in your heart. So when the devil tries to steal, kill, and destroy, you know what to do. You know how to resist the devil, as it says in James. And what happens when you resist that? What does he do? He flees from you. Why? Because you have pledged your allegiance to the word of God, to, to who, the, who God is. Now, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, we know this scripture. It says, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. The NIV and the STV and whatever translation you like, it says this. All scripture is given by the breath, but breathed out, of, out by God. Breathed out by God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Breathed out of God. All scripture. Genesis. From, from Genesis to Revelation, it was breathed out of God. I mean, think about that. When you are reading the word of God, you're reading your Bible. That is breath coming out of God to you. You are, you are reading and you are feeling. I don't know about you, but when you read the word, do you feel something? Amen. Of course you do. Why? Because it's the breath of God. It's God breathing on you. That's why we want you to read it. That's so why we want you to we want you to understand the breath of God. How about what did God do to man when he created him? After he created him out of the dust of the earth, what did he do? He what? Breathed into him. He breathed life. You don't you don't hear that about angels? You don't hear about nothing else but man. He breathed into man. What did Jesus do before when, when, he, when he came forward, before he ascended to the cross? What did Jesus do to the disciples? He breathed on them. What are they trying to stop people from doing today? Breathe. 
They want to limit your breathing. They want to control your breathing. So what do they do? They tell you to put a mask on. Mask your breath. Mask this. Cover yourself up so you don't breathe. Because God forbid if a droplet falls out of your mouth and lands on somebody, they may get affected. So what are they doing? They're trying to control your breath. But how many people know when you wear this mask for a certain amount of time, what happens? Your oxygen level, what? Goes down. You get sick. First thing you start feeling is what? Lightheaded. You start getting headaches. Oh, and God forbid, if you have a headache, that's, that's a sign of COVID. It's one of the symptoms. You get headaches, blurriness. You get your nose starts running. Oh, you got COVID. You have shortness of breath, tightness in chest. Well, if you wear a mask all day long, guess what? You got no oxygen coming in you. Oh, that's been debunked. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Why we got sick folk? we're not breathing. Everybody take a deep breath. What is that? That's faith. Now exhale. What are you exhaling? What are you exhaling? Come on, talk to me. Love. They don't want you to do that if you're like this. They don't want you to exhale love. They don't want you to exhale the love of God. But all scripture is given to us by the inspiration of God, the breath of God. Now go to John chapter 1. John chapter 1, 1 through 5, then verse 14, it says, In the beginning was the breath of God. In the beginning was the breath of God, the Word. And the breath of God, Word, was with God. And the breath of God was God. I'm just changing it around. I'm going to say it again. In the beginning was the breath of God. And the breath of God was with God. And the breath of God was God. The, The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended not. Verse 14. And the breath of God was made flesh, and it dwelt among us. And he beheld his glory, and glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And the breath of God, it became Jesus. That breath, in other words, the word became the breath. How did God create? Let there be. In other words, he said, let there be. He spoke it. In other words, he used his breath to create. And he said, and the word we know became flesh. In other words, the breath of God. Remember, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. The breath of the, breathed out by God. In other words, it was breathed out. In other words, God breathed it out and there was Jesus. He presented Jesus. The word that became flesh. I want you to know this. God's word is alive. Working on our behalf. It's working on our behalf. Every time you read it, it's going to work for you. Every time you study it, every time you speak it and you pray it, you pray it and you speak it. And then you sow it into someone's life. It's going to work on your behalf. There was a gentleman today that I, that I was at the barber and I was getting my hair cut and the owner was there and I haven't seen him in a while and I found out why he hasn't there because he got sick. He was one of those statistics. And, and he was just, but he didn't have all the symptoms that a lot of people are having. His father got it, which his father was asymptomatic, but he didn't have, his father didn't have anything, but he had a couple of things, but he didn't have it like everybody else is having it, like, oh man, they're full blown and they got double, they got pneumonia and they got, no, no. He just, he just felt, he knew there was something wrong. 
And his father was looking at him and he says, what's wrong with you? And he says, I, I'm just don't fit. And he says, well, I don't know why I don't feel like you. And he says, he did, they, can't, they can't explain it. So I know, I know why he wasn't there. So he, he, he was out for like three weeks. And I haven't seen him. And then I haven't been going into the barber. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to let my beard grow and just be all burly. And it's like, hey, it's, it's the COVID beard and this and that. And then I'm like, I got to do something because my mom's going to be screaming and yelling and say, you look like a bum. So I went and got my hair cut. But I saw him there and I, I'm just listening to him talking to him. I says, I says, what's your parents' names? Because now his mother has it. And they live in their home and it says, you know, they're elderly. And he says, I just got to bring food and just leave it at their porch. He said, I can't go in there. I can't do this because I have a family. I have a wife. I have three kids. And, 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 I, and I can't see them and all that. And they're, they're stuck in the house. They don't know me. You know, they're, they're going crazy. Well, if you're stuck in the house long enough, you get crazy. But we understand. But she's not as bad off as a lot of other people. But they're up there in age. So I said, give me their names. I says, because I, I said, you know what I do for a living? I'm a minister. I said, I have a church. And, and I was like, and I'm going to give it to the prayer team. So remind me, I got to give it to you. But then, but, but then they're all sitting there. And, and listen to me, he ain't saved. This kid ain't saved. This guy ain't saved. I can tell it in his attitude. I can tell it in his actions. I can tell it by some of the words that come out of his mouth. Christian people don't talk like that. But I'm there for a reason. And I, it's more than just getting a beard cut. And I sit there and I looked at him and I said, and I'm done. And I, you know, pay my barber and all that. And I walked up and I said, come here. And I walked up to him and I grabbed him by the hand and I put my arm around him. And I said, in the name of Jesus. I says, you will not get sick again. I speak life over you. I speak life over you. I speak life over you. I speak life over your family. I speak life over your parents. Because I knew what this scripture said in Ezekiel chapter 6, 16. And I, and, and, I, and, and, I, and I believe it because I know God's word is alive. And, I, and, and I, what did I do? I engaged. It's funny how we started this year off engaging people. And look, look what's going on. We can't engage people. But you know what? We're going to engage people. I'm not going to let the government tell me I can't. I'm going to do what, I'm going to do what God tells me to do. God tells us to engage. Guess what? If we can go to Walmart, guess what? If we can go to Publix, we can go to Winn-Dixie, we can go to the mall, we can go anywhere, the restaurants we want to eat, we can engage. Amen. Don't you tell me you can't engage a lion to God. We can do everything we want to do. Go to the grocery store. You're engaging people. You're talking to people. You're sharing the truth. You're letting people know that Jesus is the cure. And I, and I looked at him and I says, and I looked at him and, and he looked at me and I'm getting right down. And I said, you got a Bible? And he goes, no, I don't have a Bible. I says, you're going to have a Bible, so I said, I'm going to get you a Bible. And he just looked at me strange. That's okay, because I know God. And I'm going to let him know that there's a God in heaven that loves him. And I laid my hands on him. And because I laid my hands on him, I know I got a promise from God. God knows in, in his polluted blood, God knows, says live. And that polluted blood of that man's soul God says, live. And there's a lot of polluted blood out there that needs to live. And how are they going to live? By knowing this word. That knowing that this word is alive. And us, the church, Abundant Living Ministries, you and me, going out and engaging them and letting them know you don't have to live this way. Oh, you're sick? Guess what? I say you're healed. Amen. I know you could be healed right now if you just let me pray with you.
but, but they're not Christians. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with your faith in God. God honors your faith. God works off of your faith. How many times people came up to Jesus and they didn't have enough faith and Jesus had to use his faith? Help my unbelief. I believe, but help my unbelief. And Jesus had to step in. There's times where you're just going to have to use your faith to believe in God. And God's going to honor you for that. Why? Because you have pledged your allegiance to his word. And because you have pledged your allegiance to his word, which, was, which has been breathed out by him, it's going to work on your behalf. The problem is, is that you can't be like the world. We cannot be like the world and wondering, is today the day I'm going to catch it? I can't think like that. I can't live like that, act like that, because that's fear. And that is the fear is the revival of the devil. And I'm not going to allow that fear in my house, in my family, in this church. That's why we read this word. That's why we practice. And when it says take communion, we take communion every day. We speak to the north, the south, and the east and west that, hey, families are coming. This COVID is not going to stop people from coming. But, it's gonna, but it can't stop you from engaging them either. God is doing his part. Why? Because his word is above his name. He has to buy. He has to, he has to stay true to his word. He's, he's a covenant God. And his word is his bond. And every time we read it, he reveals himself and shows us how to operate every day on this earth and how to evangelize, how to engage people, the places they're at and the things that they're doing. Put the mask on, but still engage. Well, I can't engage because I can't, they can't understand me. Well, they didn't understand you before. <laughs> Don't let that bother you. Don't use any excuse. Just get out there and engage. People, why? Because God's word is alive and it's working on our behalf. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is, and is a discerner of the thoughts and, and the intent of the heart. In other words, the word of God is quick and powerful. This word is quick. It's powerful. Nothing can stop it. And it works for you. How many people can testify that this word of God works for you? How many of you can testify when you read the word of God every day you feel good? You feel, you feel exhilarated? You feel full of power? Did you feel that nothing's impossible for you? That you can accomplish everything that you have to do that day? You can do what you need to do, but also do for the kingdom of God. And when you come home, you feel 
full of joy because you know God made a way as he said he'll make a way even though you've seen and heard and man is saying this this is the worst time of our life it's not the worst time of your life it's the greatest time of your life why because you're seeing God work for you Unless you choose to let this be the worst part of you, this is the worst part. I just hope, I just wish 2020 would be over. We just getting started. Come on. Think about this. When we had December, December 31st, we were all, yeah, happy new year. It was great. It was exciting and all that. Just like the children of Israel. You remember? They were over there on the wilderness and all of a sudden God says, it's time to go over. It's get, get ready. And he speaks to Joshua over there and he says, it's time to go over. And so Joshua goes before the people and he says, you know what? It's time. God says, we're going. We're going. We're going over to the promised land. Everything that God promised, a land flowing with milk and honey. It's going to be the great 2020. This is my year. It's the, it's the year of vision. Oh, I can see. It's everything that God has promised. Everything. It's going to be great, great, and great. America is going to be great. Think about it. It's what we were talking. It's going to be great. Come on. It's all we hear. Great, great, great. Israel going into the promised land. Joshua tells Israel, sanctify yourself. Consecrate yourself before God. Make sure you're holy before you go. In other words, whatever you did, leave it in the wilderness. Don't you bring it. Into the promised land. So they consecrate themselves. They made themselves holy before God. We know what happened. The Ark of the Covenant. This, the Jordan River opened. They cross over. They're all over. And all of a sudden, they get to where they're at. And there's a stinking wall in front of them. That stands before their honeycomb and... Big giant grapes and flowing with milk and honey. A giant wall. What's the deal, Lord? You said this is a land flowing with milk and honey. You said this was promised to us by you promised Abraham. You promised him. You promised Moses. You promised that we have a land flowing. And you put a wall in front of us. You put an obstacle in front of us. Now we got to fight the enemy. It's 2020. It's going to be great. Happy New Year. It's going to be great. It's going to be prosperous. COVID. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? We got to stay in our house. We give the word of the Lord. It's time to engage. Get out there. Engage people with the spirit of evangelism. Let people know that God loves them. God's going to be good to them. And God's going to give them the very best. And what happens? COVID. COVID. But God, you said this was going to be great. This is my year of greatness. We have a man that says it all the time. We all have hats and we have this and we have this and socks and I mean, it's going to be great. And we have COVID. The economy's going great. Everything's going great. Then COVID. People's out of work. People are dying. Not just in America, but all over the world. Total chaos. 
This medication works. That medication doesn't work. This works. That don't work. This don't, nothing works. This works. That works. But it's supposed to be great. But COVID. We cannot get caught up. Because God said it was going to be great. The walls came down. The walls came down. The enemies of the devil, of, of the Israel, were defeated. God promised Abraham they will become a mighty nation. Adversity, yes, is there. Because anytime God said something, you can count on the devil showing himself, showing his face. Setting up, setting up strategies for the sole purpose so you can't receive the promise of God. But that does not change who God is. This COVID does not change who God is. The ramification of what is taking place in COVID does not change who God is. God sits on the throne. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you and me so we can be what God's called us to be. We have somebody interceding for us. Think about that. We have the word, the breath of God that became flesh, sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you. So no matter what the devil throws at you, you can overcome. You can, oh, I got a runny nose. You could still overcome. Oh, I got a headache. You can still overcome. Oh, I got shivers. You can still overcome. Oh, Panama. You can still overcome. Because God sits on the throne. And his word is alive. Jesus is alive. He's interceding for you and me right now so you and I can be what God's called us to be and do what he's called us to do. And that is to engage people that are polluted in their blood, to engage the pollution of this world and to set them free, to give them kingdom status as we have. Romans chapter 8. Verse 31, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for all of us. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Hallelujah. <laughs> We're God's elect. You're God's elect. It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that he is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the, from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword or covid as it is written, for thy sake, we are all killed all the day long. 
we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things present, nor things present, nor things to come, whatever they try to scheme up, whatever the, the devil tries to use and man tries to use against us, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We are never empty-handed. We are never empty-handed. We are never alone. God is always there. His word is alive in each and one of us. We are not alone. You may feel alone, but when that feeling comes over, you just say, Jesus, 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 the son of the most high God. I will live through it. I will live through anything because I cannot be separated from my God. You cannot be separated from God. He sees you. He knows you by name because your name is written in the palm of his head. You are marked by him. You are his vessel on this earth used for his bidding in any given moment, time, or day. It doesn't matter. God knows you. You are his elect. And you got Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Who does the devil have? Who does the principalities have? Nobody. Who does the world have? Nobody. But who do you have? The church. You got Jesus. You got Jesus. You got Jesus. The word made flesh that's alive. Let's stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We got Jesus. We got Jesus. That's all that matters. We got Jesus. That's all that matters. You got Jesus. You got Jesus. You got Jesus. You got Jesus. That's all that matters right now. You got Jesus. Don't try to explain it. Don't, no, no, no. Don't even, no, 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 no. There, there's things in life. There's things that sometimes you just can't explain. And you, you don't, there's no reason to explain it. You just got Jesus. Jesus does all the talking for you. Jesus does all the talking for you. Because there's always somebody is going to want to know why, why, why this, why that. Jesus, Jesus, I can only give you Jesus. I can only give you Jesus because he answers all. 